Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Ceasefire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 53, and today we'll be talking about the 16th episode of Steven Universe, Steven the Swordfighter. I'm GC13. I'm Ken. And I'm Sophia. So this episode, by my reckoning, pretty much marks the end of the early days of the series. It's really close to the first, you know, big summer hiatus, and this is when we get our first Reformation. Very substantial uh, episode. I think it, there's like the early, early episodes, and then the mid-early episodes, and then you kind of move away from those early episodes. But I don't think the early, early episodes ends until Beach Party. Really? Beach Party? Because I would say if, if we're going to mark anything, or have anything marking anything else, it would be Giant Woman. You know, move it back, not forward. It's like from the beginning, up until Giant Woman, that's where it starts to pick up, and then up until Beach Party, it's still not quite there yet. Like, at Beach Party... Like, Steven's voice finally settles into what's more similar to what it's at now, and, like, the drawing style's a little bit more consistent, and, like, the storytelling style's also different. Yeah. The the first four episodes are kind of awkward, then the next seven episodes are still very Monster of the Week. Giant Woman gives us our first hint of something else, and then, of course, everybody's just a sucker for Hollow Pearl. Oh, yeah. Go Hollow Pearl. (laughs) That's great, though, because I'm that kind of friend to do that. Like, if they're fighting, I'll, I'll cheer against them. Man, you're a terrible friend. Nah, that's pretty standard friendship stuff. I wouldn't want my friends to cheer for me. It'd feel weird. Well, like, close friends in just joke yeah. battles. Like, obviously, if I knew that my friend was going to get stabbed like Pearl did, I might not have been cheering <laughs> against them. That 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 image of Pearl getting stabbed is, like, oh, haunts yeah, my they... nightmares. It's very powerful. Yeah, when you don't see it coming, it hits hard. They did a very good job on her facial expression there. The entire fight scene before that was just really cool. I was going to say it's very anime, but yeah. of course it's very anime. Yeah. It's a direct reference to it, Utena. Steven Universe is my favorite anime. Yeah, it's revolutionary girl Utena. Almost scene for scene. I'm not big on anime, but I appreciate the references. I'm, of course, Dance of Swords, beautiful music to accompany that scene. But like that brings up the question, is Lonely Blade an anime or a live action? You know, I assume... It's a live action, but really, we, yeah, it's really hard to tell if something is a cartoon in a cartoon. Yep. Right. I mean, we, we know that we know that Crying Breakfast Friends isn't live action, or at least I hope it's not, but Lonely Blade, no clue. Well, I mean, if it was an anime, it might have been drawn like how Panda from We Rare Bears draws all his characters. <laughs> the yeah. same every time. I always assumed it was live action because if it was an anime, I just would have expected them to be like using superpowers and doing weird ninjutsu stuff. It seemed pretty grounded as far as like samurai stuff was yeah. concerned. Yeah, I mean, and that's not even a wire food jump that the samurai president does, although that would be the kind of shot I would expect in an anime. So maybe. Mm. Yeah, it's possible. That boomerang blade, though, was super cool. Oh, yeah. Isn't it just a mop? Or was it- no, that was the other weapon. Yeah, yeah. Boomerang blade! Yeah, Steven used- Steven ends the fight with a boomerang I mop. just realized that the the janitor pulled the sword out of the mop, and then at the end, Steven destroyed the hollow pearl with a mop as well. Hmm, interesting just, parallel. <laughs> Very clever, <laughs> Crooniverse. Oh, you have hidden this from us for this long, but we have discovered it! Well, we also learned a lot about that gems can regenerate, which has just been no one, like, it still hasn't been really completely explained in a way that we can understand. Like, when a gem reforms, is that their default form? Like, when they shapeshift clothing, is it, like, shapeshifting themselves or just normal clothing? 
you know, we, we don't quite understand it because a lot of people are like, well, why bother with the reformation process? Why is that so important? Can't you just shapeshift yourself to look like whatever you want? And they can, but they don't like to. They like to go back to that default. Well, I think like when they regenerate, they have the default form, which is like the state of lowest energy and they need to concentrate to shapeshift. But like, yeah, is yeah. The, does the clothes follow that rule? Like if I hit a crystal gem with a brick when they're wearing their uh, beach outfits, would they change back? Probably not. I, I don't think it's that kind of concentration. I mean, Amethyst will shift into purple puma to fight. Can they take their clothes off? Can they feel through their clothes? Oh, I'm assuming if they can feel through any of their body, their clothes are only distinct from their body in appearance, not in material, so... So they can't remove their clothes. They can't be naked. They can phase it off. Wait, okay, can, can, can. Can the gems not remove their clothes? They can remove their clothes. We saw in, um, Back to the Barn, Amethyst was in her bra and underwear. She could have just shapeshifted. We we didn't see her get in there. Yeah. Well, hmm. Like, the fact that their clothes can feel, I don't know, it might be, like, the same kind of issue, like, deal with their weapon. Like, it's different. hmm. It seems very much so, like, their weapon is being summoned, not, like, it's not, like, a part of them. Yeah, I mean, it comes out of their gem, so I I do think the weapon is a special class all its own. Not garnets, though, they phase around her gem. Oh, that's because they go around her gem, I I think. (laughs) She has to, like, summon, like, pull a gauntlet out of her palm and then put the gauntlet on. That would be funny. Oh, oh, look over there! I have like. Oh wait, no, that's how ja- that's how the crystal Jamies summon their weapons. But that's interesting. Like, if I if you cut like some of their clothes with scissors, would would they feel it? Seemingly, yes. If you follow this logic consistently. Yeah, but like obviously in the show, if their clothes get torn, they're not going to be like, "Ow, why?" <laughs> oh, the gemanity. But then, like Peridot in Back to the Barn grabbing Pearl's sash, that would have been even more uncomfortable. Oh, you're right. Wow. Well, Pearl seemed pretty uncomfortable with the whole thing, so... Well, uh, yeah, obviously, your, like, adopted child just learned you're a mass-produced slave. Like, th- that's going to be uncomfortable, but it would have been more uncomfortable if she could feel, like, Peridot just, like, fiddling yeah. with her sta- sash. <laughs> if Peridot is molesting her Oh, Jesus! Her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not not only has Steven just learned this from a, from an unplanned source, but Peridot is, in front of him, appraising her as a possession. Yeah, she's a fancy pearl, which actually might mean that pearls would be the only gems that don't all look the same. Because people would always like their art of the multiple pearls, it'd be all the pearls looking the same and then our pearl being different. But I think they might all be different. We have very little context on the homeworld gems. Yeah, and that, thanks to Peridot, we'll finally be getting more. Oh, I, I loved in the... Well, we mentioned the boomerang blade earlier. I loved the boomerang, boomerang! And I just love how he throws <laughs> it and it does an exaggeratedly short circuit to come back to him. And all I can think of every time I see that scene is from the Skill Crane episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, where SpongeBob says at the very end, I guess I can only pick up toys, you know, as he tried to rescue Squidward, but only got uh, the toy yeah, yeah. Squidward was holding. <laughs> and that's, I think of that every time. Speaking of toys, the references and uh, the toys. Sanic yeah, yeah. doll. <laughs> references are strong here. That was great. Like, I didn't recognize any of the anime characters or whatever. I'm like, is that freaking Sanic? It was Sanic. That was pretty unbelievable. <laughs> Gotta go quickly. Miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, memes is its, its own category. And then we have the doll that looks like Cloud Strife because he actually looks like a guy from a webcomic where he is the guy who looks like Cloud Strife. So it's a reference a reference yeah. within a reference. 
RPG World is the name of the comic done by uh, Mr. Ian Jones Courtley. Okay, that I, I thought it was I thought it was called RPG World. I just was not confident. Yeah, most of the Crooniverse have done web comics. Like I think that's how they got into the show. They made a successful web comic, or at least that helped. Yeah, because Lauren Zook had Rachel and Penny. Well, they were probably working in animation beforehand, yeah. I would imagine. I know Ian was working on Venture Bros before he started on SU. But my question is, why did they not take the sword away from Hollow Pearl? Like, why did they just let the the battle hologram just keep the sword under a sheet? Why didn't they poof the hologram immediately? Steven did take the sword away, and he gave her the balloon thing, and he was still able to cut down the but tree Then he gave it. it right back! Did he give it back? Well, she had the sword at the end of the episode. Yeah, I assume that she got it back somehow or another, but I didn't think that they, like, gave it to her. As far as why they didn't poof her immediately, yeah, that's a really good question. I have no idea. Because it moves the plot. I mean, yeah, why why bother? Garnet encouraged Amethyst to, you know, swallow a Nimbus and then let go of her, so she flew up and eventually hit an airplane, shattering her dreams forever. I like to think that after Pearl got poofed, they move back to the house and the, the Hollow Pearl just follows them. They're like, what What should we do about this? Or they like actually brought it with them. Yeah, they should have just left it there. In retrospect. I guess Steven wouldn't have learned the lesson that he promptly forgot. You know, Golden Fold style, I haven't learned a thing. It was interesting how this kind of set the standard for how long it takes gems to regenerate for the longest time. Oh yeah, and it was apparently highly inaccurate. Yeah, like, they can regenerate within the minute, although whether or not that's a good idea. But apparently four hours is also long, so... Well, remember, Amethyst was built for fighting Pearl, was not. Oh. So different gems might have different regeneration times. And I remember looking on old posts, people were talking about, like, theories that it would take longer to regenerate depending on how bad the injury was. I don't I don't see that yeah. making much sense. Because, like, they're poofing anyway, so... Whether they get crushed or stabbed or food poisoning, I don't know. Yeah. But can we just talk about how Hollow Pearl is so hardcore, she is able to cut through a very thick tree with a balloon sword and a single clean slash. Yep, that was super impressive. Also super upsetting. That tree was so beautiful. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm just, because every time people bring up Pearl getting stabbed by Hollow Pearl being enough to poof her, they're like, oh, see, gems aren't tough at all. And it's like, remember what else Hollow Pearl can do with sword-shaped objects? Well, so far we've seen gems be poofed in a couple ways. So we've seen Pearl get stabbed. We've seen Garnet get split with a destabilizer, which was made to poof gems. We've seen Amethyst get crushed, and we've seen Peridot get crushed. And then we've, of course, seen the invisible monster from Island Adventure, but... That, that one got stabbed as well. So they're either stabbed or crushed or destabilized. But I don't know, like, what happens if you cut off a limb? Well, we know from... I don't know about, you know, limb loss, but we've seen in the flashback that Garnet, you know, gives Steven, they, they have Pearl getting zapped by lightning. And, you know, that's all in Steven's imagination, but... We do know that there are magic users, so... Oh, and actually, no, what? we have seen Garnet poof somebody with lightning. When was Pearl hit with lightning? In Sworn to the Sword, when Garnet is explaining to Steven how Pearl would do all sorts of reckless stuff on the battlefield for Rose Quartz, one of the ways that she gets poofed is with lightning, just like Garnet used her lightning in When It Rains on one of the cluster fusions. Oh, okay, well, it seems that lightning can hurt a gem, but it won't always poof them. I mean, Peridot, Peridot got hit with the electricity right back at her in uh, Catch and Release when Garnet grabbed the whip and then sent the, the shockwave right back. But she didn't poof from that. 
Well, I, th- I think Garnet charged for a wa- charged a bit before she zapped the one in when it rains. So I think I think she can juice more or less depending on her inclination at the time. But like Pearl got stabbed through the torso, but would getting stabbed through like the leg have the same effect? Because with a person getting stabbed through the torso, you're, you're pretty much dead because you got all your organs there. But is like all is all parts of the gem's body created equal? That's a really good question. I mean, if we're thinking just consistently, it shouldn't matter which part of the body is compromised, but... Well, it seems like they still have some functioning organs. Like, it's implied that they have lungs, and that they have skin, and stuff like that. Like, they have some working organs, and Amethyst obviously has a digestive system. But apparently not functioning taste buds, or at least not functioning the way normal humans would. Wait, they don't have functioning taste buds? She must have different taste buds than an ordinary person if she thinks motor oil is something tasty to put on a sandwich. Well, no, okay, okay. So the reason that I think that Amethyst isn't disgusted by motor motor oil is because it's not going to kill her. Yeah, but a normal human wouldn't be like, oh yeah, motor oil will make this taste good, so she must be... But she also thought that the pizza's pizza place didn't even have good pizza. But it's interesting to watch this or to discuss this as a retrospective rather than at the time, because now we know from Back to the Barn that pearls are servants. And, you know, we had suspected this for a while, but this puts Stephen's line, you know, this is a mess. Organizing messes is one of Pearl's favorite hobbies. And at the time, you know, I'm just like, oh, lol, Stephen just doesn't get it. You know, Pearl's doing that not because she likes it, but because she's a grown up and it has to get done. And now we learn, no, she actually does like that. Well, okay. In the chore wheel, we saw that Pearl does like to do chores, but that's another thing. It wasn't actually stated if Pearl was, like, a maid or, like, cleaned. Like, all she has been confirmed to do was to follow you around and look pretty and hold your stuff. So storage and, um, a status symbol, mostly. Like a sentient purse. Given Pearl's behavior, I, I can we can assume that that kind of stuff is... Her bag, so to speak, if we're talking about holding things, because there, there's always going to be a need to have things put back where they belong. Yeah, it's reasonable. Well, also, Pearl, like, we at first assumed that she was, like, a maintenance drone. Like, she did engineering and, like, the ballet and dancing and stuff was because she wanted to. But it's the other way around. Like, the, the ballet and the dancing stuff was what she was made to do. And then the engineering was what she learned to do, what she likes to do. That's a good point, yeah. So is cleaning part of that. Like, obviously, if you had a pearl and you're like, clean my room for me, the pearl is going to clean your room. But whether or not she was made to clean only, I don't know. Oh, we also saw um, when Pearl was regenerating all her outfits. And we've seen most of them. Yeah, that's like still a huge just area of controversy. Like, people are using this as an excuse to like for the pilot outfits to have been canon. Like, that's literally her pilot outfit is one of the outfits that Pearl has had in the past. Or, like, it's not an Easter egg? Yeah, I, I can't take a stance on whether it's an Easter egg or not. I mean, I guess I guess technically, if we're talking death of the author, it is, it's in there. It's canon. But I, I just, I don't know if they've actually made a statement. And I don't know if it'll ever be important enough for them to give an answer about that. Well, yeah, and, like, Amethyst is shown to do this, too, when she regenerates. It goes through the past outfits, but is every single past outfit ever being played through before they settle to the current one. And if so, why aren't they regenerating for, like, hours? Because, obviously, Amethyst has poofed a lot in the past. Maybe after you get up to a certain amount of regenerations, it speeds up, or maybe it only remembers the past however many. But then that brings up the question, is that first outfit that we see Pearl regenerating in her homeworld form, with, like, the the sleeve frills? GC shrugs his shoulders. 
I want to know though. We need to get to Homeworld, like yes. ASAP. Yes, that is that is a place that we must go. I'm glad to have someone else finally speaking up. Yes, we are the only two people who have ever been wanting to see Homeworld. I still don't understand why Pearl doesn't just like summon a bunch of hollow pearls every time she fights anything. Seems like that would be effective. Well, it seems to take a couple seconds to summon. Like, you gotta concentrate, you gotta do the little dance, and then you gotta summon it. But it also seems to stay around for literal weeks. So, I mean, if they know that they're going to be fighting, like, even remotely soon, just have a couple available. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be a that would be a great way to get some bodyguards to go. Oh, and you're right, they yeah. would be very good sword fighters. Yeah, they'd be useful. Very, not, not the best training devices, though. I mean, did you notice how basic level one was? And then as soon as you beat level <laughs> one, the gloves come off for level two. And it's, I mean, it, it might be leave, it might be attacking slower and slightly more efficiently or slightly less efficiently. And it might be leaving openings deliberately or not. But I mean, okay. there's a big step up in difficulty between levels one and two. Okay. So, well, I think it wasn't. As high as it could have been, because honestly, like, Steven is not that difficult to kill if you have a sword and have any martial level of skill. Especially before he learns yeah. to do either of the shields. One of my favorite Steven Universe fan arts is like, what if Hollow Pearl had gotten to Steven and it's just Steven uh, being stabbed in the kitchen? Because <laughs> it was really dramatic and really well done, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, that one's rough. But do you think Steven could regenerate? Well, Mr. Burnett has said that if Steven dies, he's dead, but... This is Mr. Burnett, so we have no way of knowing. So my, my, my little theory here is that Steven can't regenerate. If his body, his like physical meat body dies, he's dead. Like whatever happens to his gem, if it becomes corrupted or battle scarred or whatever, we don't know. But his body, Steven's gone if his body dies. But if he gets like really badly injured, will he have like real time healing? Or something? Like, will his bubble kick in, and then he'll be, hmm. like, healing inside the bubble for a few weeks, and that's kind of him regenerating? We've seen that we that he can alter his body at will. He can, like, age himself, and he can transform parts of his body into cats. So if he can transform parts of his body into cats, it seems like healing a wound would be, like, pretty small. Yeah, and I mean, the aging, he aged himself from an old man to a young child, and that could be considered, like, regenerating. Healing. Yeah. yeah. He's a, definitely a boy of many talents. But would that mean that if growing old was something that needed to be healed, like that would be why Steven might live, if not forever, longer than a normal human? Because we don't know if he's going to be immortal. Well, seemingly, we do know that he at least can be immortal. He can control his age, so there's no reason he'd ever die of old age. Yeah, just like the just like the gems, Steven may very well have biological immortality, or I guess in their case, it's no biology, therefore immortality. Yeah. Obviously, you know, shatter that gem and uh, no more gem. Yeah, like if the gem shattered or if you tried removing it or if it cracked, Steven would be in all kinds of trouble. But what, like... Maybe. I wonder what would happen if Steven's gem got broken. Like, broken? I think I think he'd be dead. Because it's like, you s remember seeing when they're going through... When he's going through the, like, force fields in the ship, the hand ship. Like, you see the kind of the roots of the gem's influence through his body. Yeah, it does the same little electrical circuit pattern. Yeah, so, like, if you took out his gem, it, would it be, like, uprooting a tree and, like, now the ground is all messed up and, like, it, like, mess up his body and it'd kill him? I mean, if, if nothing else, that would be a big gaping wound that would be open oh. to infection. <laughs> yeah, he'd have a big scar like normal people's belly buttons. Except enormous. Gross. Oof, <laughs> please do not make fan art of that. So, I guess we will all see you next week. Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Ken. And I'm Sophia. 
Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.